Welcome to your birth chart essentials. This 101 class will help you decode your birth chart to help you live the life you deserve. In this series, we break down big mystical concepts into digestible doses to empower you to live your best life. These 101 clarity courses are meant to give you the foundational knowledge you'll need for diving deeper into our Astro Academy. Are you ready? School's in session. Hello, hello, Celestial School is in session. Yes, that's right. It is me, it is I, your cosmic consultant turned planetary professor with another edition of Birth Chart Essentials. So if you've been following along, we've gone over sun, moon, rising, aka your big three, your cosmic bio, and then now we're exploring some tools, frameworks, aka hacks to help us understand some more about the actual zodiac signs, how they're organized, how they're characterized. And by learning this, you can really begin to understand the language of astrology even that much better. So we had talked about elements. Uh, There are four of them, and they are associated with the four elements that we think about on earth. That is earth, water, air, fire. Fun fact, A server one time told me he read the bio of the lead singer of Earth, Wind, and Fire, and uh, that was named after his big three. Wow. Exciting stuff. And today we are going to talk about modalities. Western astrology divides the 12 zodiac signs into three modalities, cardinal, fixed, and mutable. The operating system in case you hear it referred to this, is also referred to as a quadruplicity, quadruplicity, not, I've literally never even said that word out loud, but in case you see it referenced, we're talking about modalities. And again, when I first started learning about astrology, I think I was like, oh, modalities, what's the big deal? I don't know why. But if we think about this, this is the mode of how we direct energy and how we react to situations we're going to learn a lot about that, their modalities. So modalities I find are important. Elements kind of reveal the general temperament or the nature of the sign they encompass. And go listen to that lesson if you haven't already. Whereas the modalities really speak to the behavioral style. And again, how we either take control, how we go after something, and the circumstances that are going to be most suited to your personality. I think that once I really started understanding modalities, I almost see the whole world through this framework now. Um, And it's really important, especially in like anything where you're working in a space, leading, co-creating, collaborating, understanding each other's modality, I find is a huge game changer. So we're going to start off with cardinal, okay? So These three modalities, um, really, I'm going to be using sort of the example of a group project often. So there's going to be four signs, hence quadruplicity. There we go. I said it. Four signs in each of these modalities. And I want you to think about like, just as a zoom out, it's like a group project or a project at work. Cardinal signs, 
and that is going to be Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn. They're like the initiators. They're the energetic initiators who take the plate. Okay, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to do it. Let's go. This is the plan, right? Then next up, we have the fixed signs. This is the dependable, the stabilizer, the consistent in the group. That's Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius. They're actually doing the work that the cardinal signs put forward. They're like, all right, okay, we're building this diorama. I'm, I'm going to start this diorama. I'm cutting the styrofoam. I'm gluing. I'm, I'm getting to work, right? I'm not distracted. And then speaking of distraction, the next modality is the mutable signs. And they are the adapters. They are the shapeshifters. They usually tend towards spontaneity. They sort of bring in usually a twist or a sparkle or something that makes it a little bit magical. So again, like in this group project, maybe they're the ones that are not initiating and they're not maybe the ones working really hard on the diorama, but maybe they're the ones that are going to actually present to the class because they have that sort of know how to go with the flow. They're usually into some sort of self-expression. And this is Gemini, Virgo, Sag, and Pisces. So again, that's like a very high level, but that's sort of like TLDR, like too long, don't read if you don't have time to commit to the whole episode right now. And so we think about, it's all about life. It's the cycle of life we see in this. It's cardinal initiation, creation. It's preserving, building in the fixed sign. And then it's transformation and change in the mutable. And this has very much to do with like how we group these signs together are actually through the seasons of the year, like nature seasons. And this is what always helped me remember it in the beginning. So cardinal signs, again, as a reminder, Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn, these start off a season. If you're in the Northern Hemisphere, Aries is the first spring equinox, right? Cancer starts off the summer solstice. The first day of Libra season kicks off the fall equinox. Capricorn kicks off the winter solstice. And of course, those are going to be inverse if you're in the Southern Hemisphere. But we see even in nature, these signs initiate. All right, it's new. It's a beginning. And we usually feel some sort of new beginning in these seasons. We feel a crisp change. All right, what are we initiating? What are we doing? And then in nature, the fixed signs, we're in it. We're deep in the middle of that season. It's like as much of that season as you can experience, right? Again, Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius, if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, Taurus is the middle dead center of spring. We are in spring. Spring is springing. Things are lush. Things are beautiful. The green is greening. And then same thing, Leo, summer, height of summer, dog days of summer, we're in it. Scorpio, we're in the dead thick of fall of transformation. We're going through it. And Aquarius is the dead center of winter here in the Northern Hemisphere. It's cold. And we're really like in that full hibernation mode, right? So we see that. And then to kind of round it out, we see the mutable signs. So the mutable signs is about like the shifting. Like we feel like, okay, we're, we're making a change. It's something else is coming in that part of the year. So when we think about those mutable signs, and again, as a refresher, Gemini, Virgo, Sag, and Pisces, this is when we start to feel like the winds of change. Um, and sometimes it's a little chaotic, but it's good. And it's like, okay, we took whatever we initiated in the cardinal signs, whatever we started to build in the fixed signs, and then we make some edits. Maybe we make a little a shift or we bring it out. We, we decide to do something different with it. And this is the time of the year where we're sort of in like Gemini season, 
we're really feeling the transition into summer. Virgo season, we're feeling the cooling of the heat of the summer into fall. Sagittarius, same, we're feeling the leaves, they've fallen. The winter, it's not totally here yet, but we feel that change coming. And Pisces season, as the last sign of the zodiac, is a big change, is a culmination for the whole year, really. But definitely, as we prepare to leave the dead of winter and go into the newness of spring, again, in the Northern Hemisphere. So I'm just giving you these examples because Obviously, cardinal fixed and mutable, it's not as obvious as, let's say, the elements, which we all have usually, if we're on planet Earth, we have some sort of understanding of what these elemental energies are. Um, whereas the mutable, it's, it's kind of fun to learn different things. So let's go into a little bit of a deep dive you know, beyond the calendar year, beyond the group project analogy. What does it mean for you? And again, it's important to understand the modality of your sign in any part of your chart. In your rising, in your Venus, it's going to give that energy to that part of your chart. But of course, like anything in astrology, it's great to just start with your sun sign. Understanding the modality of your sun sign is going to really help, help you understand and be the most indicative of your overall identity and personality. And the modality of the sign is going to help you really understand your behavioral approaches either that you already know about or that maybe you're not totally seeing or, or feeling conscious of or have the language around. But by leaning into this, we can, again, know how we're going to process things, react to things, get things done. And then, of course, just like the elements, it's kind of fun to do a tally, a pie chart. Again, I believe astro-charts.com does these sort of pie chart breakdowns. I don't love them for like your whole chart. In terms of referencing it all the time, but you can see like, wow, maybe my sign is so cardinal. My chart is so cardinal, 75%. So that's great. That means I'm a, a leader initiator, but maybe that's also, I probably should bring in some mutable energy. Like what is my relationship to change, right? How do I do well with being adaptable? So again, just all frameworks, all things that we're talking about here as a way of serving you and aligning with your highest and hottest good so let's go deeper into cardinal signs now, sign in the grouping. So to my Aries, Cancer, Libra, Capricorn, like I said, this also has to do with just like elements, it also rules the houses. So the cardinal houses in your chart are 1st, 4th, 7th, and 10th. And so again, if you have a lot of planets in those parts of your chart, then you also would feel like you have a very cardinal chart. So again, these are the initiators of the zodiac, they're the key jumping off points on even the chart wheel, right? We kick off the ascendant, we kick off the MC or midheaven, we kick off the descendant, and we kick off the MM coli, the IC. So when we carry a lot of this energy, you like to get things done. If you have a lot of cardinal energy, you come in and you light a fire under our ass. You're active, you're quick, you have natural leadership skills, you're ambitious. You really do know how to kind of jumpstart, jumpstart our heart. You like to take charge, lead the show, and you might even get frustrated if people don't follow your lead. <laughs> so we like to do that with obviously like grace and panache and compassion and not getting into like icky hierarchy of leadership. You really can lead by showing, by doing, by getting the ball rolling. We all need that sometimes. Something to be aware of though is cardinal signs can definitely get many projects started Thank you to that initiative. But a lot of those projects might sit around by the wayside, half done, not attended to. 
And so it's good to know, again, your strengths. If you're good at starting something, we either have to cultivate the muscle of discipline, like a very fixed energy to maintain it, or know that we should work in collaboration, in teamwork with people where we can pass that off, right? Like, okay, I got this going. Now here you go. I find cardinal signs make great consultants. They come in and I think they're really great at just showing what you got to do, handing off the work for someone else to keep like steady and going. And there's just a ton of enthusiasm, zest, vim, vigor. I find that cardinal signs almost seem to have this like crazy amount of energy that I love. And in terms of like, you know, just things to look out for, like I said, following through with things and making sure that you don't get too into like micromanaging or too controlling and realizing obviously the only thing you can really control is yourself. And so just just thinking about that. And again, like we're so grateful to you for really just like getting us into gear. So then next step for going around the calendar, we have the fixed signs. So again, that's our Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius. And you know, the fixed modality, these are, like I said, the sustainers, the authority, the stabilizers is a great way of putting it. And the fixed houses that go with that are the second, fifth, eighth, and 11th. So if you have a lot of planets in those parts of your chart, your chart is weighed towards fixity, fixed energy. The fixed energy is truly the epitome of like slow and steady wins the race. Steadiness is the key, like a rock, baby. You know, they kind of like, I find that fixed sign people just, I'm so impressed with their lack of like distraction, the way they really like either stand their sacred ground or commit to their art or show up in these little things that add up over time because of their consistency and their devotion and their dependability. They're also extremely stabilizing to be around. And there's a lot of determination there, a lot of determination. Like, you know, I think that Taurus gets a bad rap sometimes as being stubborn, but I'm going to say I think it's less of a Taurus thing. And I have a whole other thoughts on that that I'll talk about in another lesson. But all the fixed signs, it's the name, they're fixed. They get fixated on a goal. Um, they get fixated on a path or a, you know, a problem-solving solution. And so you know, they're really here to uphold you know, the steadiness, the sense of responsibility. They're very loyal. They're very devoted. But of course, like because of all of that strong willpower, strong opinions and convictions, yeah, like there is something there where like, I like to say it's you know, being resolute. But if you have a lot of this fixed energy, of course, it is great to just be aware of where um, we might want to listen to other people or sometimes we do have to bring in a new solution that we hadn't thought of before or like see things from a different perspective. And I really find that fixed energy is really good at like finding one thing and specializing in it or doing one thing and just doing it really well in terms of like seeing through a project. Again, like why you all go so well together is like let that cardinal energy initiate the thing and then fix sign, you're going to knock it out the park and make it like super steady, super reliable, super sex, super sexy, I was going to say, but super successful what I meant to say, but also a fixed signs, you're very sexy. So own that too, okay? And then comes in the winds of change, 
with the mutable signs, Gemini, Virgo, Sag, and Pisces. And of course, like how this shows up in the parts of your chart, this is uh, 3rd house, 6th house, ninth house, and 12th house. So again, if you have a lot of planets there, you have an energy that's really weighted towards mutability. So completely almost direct opposition to fixed sign energy. Mutable signs love change. They love new things. They love switching things up. They love doing a variety of things. They love doing multiple things at once. They love chaos. I do think mutable signs are like those people that are the life of the party, party girls and boys of the Zodiac. They're just down for anything. They will try something at least once, maybe even twice. Like I said, flexible. They can really shape shift, meaning like they can really change their form of expression. And really, if you have this in your chart, like almost blend in anywhere. You could be talking about opera. You can be talking about environmental science. You can be talking about, I don't know, economics at a dinner party. And just like you're just vibing. You're, you're moving. Same thing with that you know, shapeshifter energy, I find that a lot of mutables like really own that kind of multi-passionate, multi-potentialite identity where they're doing multiple things, slashes, or they've had multiple interests and they may or may not even go together. They're again, like they're shifting, shifting. They like to try new things. And there can be obviously with this, like a lot of versatility, finding it easy to change, very like cosmic chameleon energy, we just want to look out for like, you know, not like conforming to the norm, if you will, or just going with the flow to the point where it's not being true to yourself. And we also want to make sure we're not being flaky. I'm saying weeks. I have a lot of mutable energy in my chart. Mutable energy, I feel like has to be the energy that's the most associated with like traditional characteristics of like ADHD, just because like we like to do multiple things at once. or We're kind of like an absent-minded professor. Um, we're we're forgetting about food we bought in the fridge. We're, we're doing one thing and then we get caught up into another thing. And we do have to own it's part of our magic is that we like, can spin a lot of wheels. We can do a lot of things, but we do want to ground down. We want to be really impeccable with our word and our commitments, right? Don Miguel Ruiz, one of the four agreements. And also like just being realistic about what you can and cannot commit to in terms of time, in terms of bandwidth. Sometimes mutable signs are a little bit easy, I think, to overschedule or really like have like time blindness, like that'll take me 10 minutes to get there. And it's like, honey, that takes at least 30 minutes. And plus you need to sit around in your room and like stare at the wall for 20 minutes before you go. So again, that's a little personal hot read of myself there, but I'm just sharing you from living a very mutable life. But you know, the great thing is mutable people have tremendous resourcefulness. Like you make lemonades out of lemons. You really weave mavens of magic. I find that Usually, mutable signs can take something that someone's done before. So, in this case, like, you know, the cardinal sign initiated something, the fixed sign built something really sturdy and beautiful. And mutable signs are either spreading the message about it, they're creating the buzz, they're usually like a trendsetter, there's something like that makes them go viral. They sort of have that like it quality, there's a magnetic energy to it. And again, you might even like take something that's already been done before, not only spread the message on it bring in some witty wordplay, some charisma, gift of gab, inclusivity to really like expand it. But you might even bring in that editor, that editing skill of being like, oh, that thing's already been done before, but what if we put this little twist on it? What if we just do a little spin on the same old two-step? And they're just like, I feel like the more they're in movement, 
the more they are oracles, the more they are realizing, like, getting ideas through inspiration, through chaos. Again, can you tell this is a self-read? The last thing, it's, it's kind of gross, but mutable signs remind me of what Seth Godin, who's like kind of a muggle marketing expert, talks about in his book, Idea Virus. He talks about people who are sneezers, which is like the grossest title. But they're people who essentially like, they're at the core of any idea virus. They're the ones who make things go quite literally viral. Um, when they tell people about it, it could be 1,000, 100,000, 10, 20. People believe them. People get excited. People feel like, yeah, I want to do that too. So again, like just thinking about if you have a lot of that in your chart, this might be something that you want to pursue or lean on. So those are the modalities. Super interesting. Like now like observe your friend groups, observe your family dynamic, observe like your workplace. Like, oh, right, I really feel that cardinal energy initiating, leading, taking charge. Oh, I see that mutable, all the sales department, all my PR girlies are usually mutable signs. Or like, oh, that fix, the person who's like getting shit done. I always, whenever I meet like a builder or an artist or someone who's done something phenomenal, I'm like, where's your fixed energy? Because like, you really committed to this and you made something effing gorgeous. And, um, you know, I'm going to add a little bonus in here, just like a little sign by sign of how you might tap into that energy real quick, rapid fire to close out. So if you're cardinal signs, again, what are we initiating? Aries tends to initiate action. Cancer tends to initiate emotional bonds, nurturing. Libra tends to initiate relationships, partnership. Capricorn tends to initiate long-term plans, big ambitions. Now, fixed energy, what are we harnessing the stabilizing power into? Taurus really harnesses the power of the material world. Leo really harnesses the power of self-expression. Scorpio harnesses the power of emotional depths, intensity, and transformation, for sure. Aquarius harnesses the power of the intellect and the higher mind. And I also say Aquarius, I think, also harnesses the power of, of the group. Together we go farther kind of a thing. And then we're talking about mutable signs and the mutable signs, you know, what they're doing. And I forgot to add this. Mutable signs love to help. They love to disperse. They love to be really generous, which is why sometimes mutable signs have to look out for people-pleasing tendencies also. But again, they're giving stuff out. They're being resourceful. They're sharing. And what each sign is sharing is Gemini is sharing and dispersing information. Virgo is dispersing and sharing skills that are really grounded for you to use on your own. Sagittarius shares and disperses enthusiasm, inspiration, optimism, and Pisces shares and disperses creativity, dreams, and like visions that really come from the spiritual space. So there, there's so much more I could say about mutable signs. It's, it's such a fun area to explore. But just, yeah, look at your chart, what's going on, and figure out like, how do I lean into the strength of my most dominant modality? And then maybe how can I learn how to cultivate through the other modalities? the skills, the traits, the habits, so I can really like own the fullness of that mutable sign. Like my 
For me, I'm always trying to cultivate more fixed energy, more structure, more boundaries, um, more discipline, more consistency, more dedication. And I've noticed that when I do that, um, I feel my other mutable energy completely thrive and have so much fun. So just going to leave you on that note. That's it for today. And again, I'm Maddie Murphy, your planetary professor. This is Cosmic Rx Radio. If you like this and want more information, you can find us on Instagram at the Cosmic Rx, or you can find my personal account at I am Maddie Murphy, and I'll see you for next lesson. Hope you enjoyed today's lesson in birth chart essentials. As a reminder, these 101 classes are a preview of the lessons, exercises, and coaching we will dive deeper into in our Astro Academy. If you are ready to take your cosmic education and expansion to the next level, check out our site to see which full-length course is best for you. We can't wait to see what major shift you decide to major in this year. Do you love getting your Cosmic RX for the week here and want more? Make sure to sign up for our premium subscription so you can get exclusive access to bonus podcast episodes, all of my astrology info for the month ahead, and live new and full moon calls to help you manifest your dream life with an intentional international community of other cosmic baddies. Sign up through our link in show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic Rx, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you cosmic baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.